Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Welcome, folks, to the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston, and the following interview is actually pre-recorded. We had some technical issues uh, the other uh, last night with uh, with my sound. Uh, Pasha's sound came in fine. So anyway, a little introduction. Uh, a few, almost a year ago, Pasha came on and was talking about some of the experiments he has done uh, with the uh, staining and uh, moisture discoloration in shower floors with white marble. And uh, for those of you that have listened to, I think I interviewed him uh, once or twice, at least once, but uh, possibly twice. Uh, you can go back and listen to those on the uh, on the archives, if you if you will. But anyway, uh, I'm interviewing him again uh, to give you an update, uh, some of the best systems he's found for this issue. So uh, uh, take a listen. Welcome to the show, Pasha. Before we get started uh, with this particular problem and some of the experiments you've done, uh, I know you attended one of my uh, uh, seminars a couple of years ago. So uh, can you just give the listeners a a brief um, what you thought of the uh, the actual class? Yeah, well, honestly, uh, it was one of the uh, greatest experiences I ever had attending, uh, you know, Thailand Stone seminars. And I attended your seminar in uh, January 2019, so it was almost two years ago. Uh, so four-day seminar, uh, such a great information, a small class, and I was able to meet with uh, wonderful people, other professionals, uh, you know, from the stone industry. And I learned so much, and I came back home, you know, uh, filled with incredible technical information that helped me a lot during the last two years and uh, after attending your seminar and uh, after becoming certified stone and tile inspector i was able to start doing my uh my own inspections of uh tile and stone related failures and through that uh well i was not only able to uh kind of you know uh, benefit my business but also i was able to help many people who you know suffer from that both uh, homeowners and installers. So, and I would highly recommend that class and absolutely that, you know, that time will not be spent in vain. I would highly recommend to any, uh, you know, industry professional to, you know, to use such a great opportunity to have you in your class sitting in front of them and, you know, teaching and uh, sharing from your rich and great experience during the last 40 years doing inspections and uh, many other things in the Thailand stone industry. Yeah, great class. 
Oh, thank you for that, Pasha. And if anybody else wants to attend that class, I do have a few openings left. So uh, send me an email at fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. All right, Pasha, let's get into this issue with uh, discoloration and staining in this white marble and shower floors. So uh, the mic is all yours. Yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, can you clearly hear me, hear my words? Can you? Am I yes. clear? Very quick. Very clear. Okay, perfect, very perfect. Clear. That's what I wanted wanted to make sure. Okay, so I'd like to start with a just very brief introduction. Uh, we had our last talk uh, conversation on this subject uh, exactly a year ago. It was, I think, November 2019. And uh, I moved to the United States from Ukraine in 2008, and I was introduced to the tile and stone industry, and I started working as a as an entry-level tile setters helper in May 2009. So uh, I've uh, started my own business, Start Island Stone LLC in Portland, Oregon uh, in January 2016. It's been almost five years. And I'm saying all this because, you know, just to let our listeners know that I'm working hard on my knees, providing for my family, you know, for my wife and four children. So I'm working hard. And uh, the reason, uh, I started uh, why I start, started this research on the subject of mar marble moisture discoloration is because I myself, uh, two and a half years ago, uh, experienced the same problem. And uh, I, you know, did my best in regards to uh, preparation and installation work. Uh, you know, I'm very detailed in how I do my installations. And uh, I ended up with that problem where when you know, like wet-looking blotchy stains started traveling <laughs> or spreading throughout my Carrara marble, beautiful Carrara marble floor that I just installed. And, you know, customers, they were uh, trying to understand what was happening. They were thinking that the shower was leaking, uh, while I knew 100% that it was not leaking. And this is how it all started. And actually, uh, um, I that led me uh, to a new... Uh, chapter in my life and that big problem and big stress that I had <laughs> opened a you know new page new chapter in my life and it I was introduced to the incredible world of natural stone and eventually I you know I connected with you and you helped me a lot in this research and also uh, just today uh, about an hour ago I had a uh, amazing conversation with a building scientist who himself is a chemistry engineer and we talked about, uh, I asked him different questions about uh, moisture and water transport. And once he explained me some things, and uh, in general, he absolutely agrees with what we found out in our research. So it's just an incredible world of water molecules. And I started feeling myself like a small water molecule in the Grand Canyon of uh, <laughs> natural stone pores. <laughs> so it was, it, it's a very interesting subject. Okay, so the problem that I just described is experienced or has been experienced by many professional installers in the United States. Uh, I got only, I mean, within the last month, I got about 10 to 12 phone calls, emails, and Facebook requests about this problem. And in many cases, well, I, I get these requests from many people who are installers, homeowners, designers, architects. And in many cases, when it comes to installers, those are not like negligent installers who don't know what they're doing. Many of them are very detailed and quality-oriented installers. 
and they did their best as you know as far as they understand industry standards in regards to tile installation in wet areas but they ended up with this problem and because of that many of them natural stone like marble like light colored marble uh, you know Kolkata or Carrara is suitable for wet areas and in this research what I'm trying to do I'm trying to um, convince pretty much I mean I would be honest I'm trying to convince our trade associations to step in and write a clear technical recommendations on how to install marble in wet areas because I believe that the cause of this problem or the you know the causes of this problem are ident identified and we know for sure what's happening and why it's happening and moreover uh, in in our tests we identified methods that work and how this problem I would say can be completely eliminated uh, providing the customers with beautiful Carrara marble shower floors so um, we we have I mean there are many articles and uh, posts on internet that talk about marble and the very common information that many people will uh, find is that marble is a very porous stone and because of that people think that marble of course is not suitable for wet areas uh, in reality marble is not a porous stone and I would like to start with just general facts to understand whether Carrara marble light colored marble is suitable for wet areas so okay. uh, in our you know like in our research we, we we were able to find many incredible facts about marble so according to the dimension stone design manual uh, that is an incredible document published by a very reputable associ uh, association organization marble Institute of America I believe now it's natural stone Institute so according yes. to that very reputable technical document uh, stones that are installed or are suitable for wet areas must be able to withstand frequent frequent or continuous water projections and in, case, in the case of showers the presence of hot steam and therefore the best results are obtained with a dense resistant stone such as granite with a low absorption coefficient so the question is is marble a dense resistant and compact stone with a low absorption coefficient such as granite and uh, th the facts tell us that it is uh, there is a famous standard famous you know for the stone industry it's called ASTM C97 and that standard represents a standard test method for absorption and bulk specific gravity of dimension stones so that that specific test method for many white marbles in its results exceeds the results of many granites so in general uh, granite would be a, a a more dense stone than marble but many marbles especially white marbles like Carrara in their density even exceed some granites what about the uh, uh, you know uh, absorption so same thing that same standard uh, give us gives us the information that many white marbles again are either equal or exceed many granites in their absorption coefficient uh, some people also refer and I heard a, a you know very good opinion that uh, 
refers to uh, Mohs, Mohs scale of hardness. So Mohs scale of hardness, Mohs uh, um, was a famous uh, geologist and mineralogist in Germany. And in 1812, he created what's called uh, Mohs scale of hardness, of mineral hardness. And uh, according to that, th so that scale characterizes scratch resistance of you know, different minerals and uh, uh, through their ability of harder material to scratch softer material. So many people refer to the fact that uh, marble's primary mineral, which is calcite, only has most hardness of three versus uh, six, sixth and seventh position of uh, uh, feldspar and quartz, that granite. But it's very important to understand that geologists and uh, building scientists, they have a slightly different perspective. And for example, uh, a very, I mean, rem uh, I mean, very famous, and I would say one of the prominent uh, building scientists in the 20th century, whose name was Erhard Winkler. I'm sure you read his book uh, yep. about natural stone. So he, uh, he said that stone is not only characterized by, it, by its scratch hardness, but also by what's called indentation hardness, the abrasion hardness, the rebound hardness, and the impact hardness. So marble, in fact, is not a porous stone. It's a very dense stone with a low absorption. But being a translucent stone, so translucent material is, you know, is an object that you can see light through. So being a translucent stone, it simply shows the presence of moisture more obvious than other uh, opaque, I mean, non-translucent. This is why many people think that marble is poros because they can see the presence of moisture in it. So now, having you know uh, all these facts about marble, let's come to our real life situation. How how do we install marble in wet areas, and whether it is possible at all to install to successfully install Carrara marble in shower floors with predictable results? So when we talk about it, it's important to understand that marble, in order to be installed correctly, requires not only good setting materials or specific setting materials, it requires a proper system. So we have to always think about the system. It's not just about uh, you know, what waterproofing system you're using. It's about the entire system and uh, how exactly marble is installed. Uh, I would say that before 2010, I mean, in the before late 2000s and uh, uh, I would say like 1990s and 1980s and before that, most marble would be mostly installed with what's called the traditional conventional system, also known as water in, water out method. The benefits of that method, and actually, even though, of course, there were uh, you know, claims about marble moisture discoloration even back then, and if that method is not used, is not is is not used properly, that would could also lead to marble moisture discoloration. But the benefits of a properly installed uh, traditional water in water out method is that it provides marble with a mortar bed or subsurface that is highly porous, and that allows water or moisture 
to move away from the underside of stone mosaics, marble mosaics, and evacuate through the weep holes in the drain. That is very important to understand that the traditional system provides not only the topical evacuation of water, when water you know, evacuates into the drain on top of marble surface, but it also provides proper and relatively quick internal water evacuation. And most importantly, water in its, in its liquid form is taken away or moves away from the bottom of the stone. And there is no, you know, that direct contact with water liquid. At the same time, the surge or the outbreak of this problem, to my best knowledge, and I did a very, uh, I, mean, I mean, I spent hours and days searching internet and reading different forums, including uh, German, Italian, Greek, Turkish, Spanish internet using Google Translator. <laughs> so I spent days of my own time, you know, searching for that. Uh, after the... What's, I mean, um, after what's called bonded membrane systems were introduced or became, uh, you know, very popular at the end of 2000s and beginning of 2010s, we have or we can see the outbreak of this problem. And the main reason for that is because the bonded system, so the bonded system is when the waterproofing membrane on the shower floor is installed, is um, is installed in such a way or it's such a product that marble or tile can be directly bonded to. So we, ha we, we don't have a thick layer of mud between the, the waterproofing membrane and stone tiles anymore. We install stone directly onto the, you know, above the waterproofing membrane. The, the, the biggest problem that such system introduces, I would say, is, is that it does not provide quick internal water evacuation. And I would say that water that penetrates below stone rather evaporates than evacuates. That's a very important uh, you know, uh, uh, fact. And it's not just my opinion, that's pretty much a fact. And some of these systems, they're called sealed systems. So their, their main purpose is to provide quick uh, uh, topical water evacuation but once moisture gets behind the stones, there is no weep holes in most of the drains that are installed in conjunction with such systems. And moreover, water does not freely flow through that mortar under the stone. It rather ev evaporates than evacuates. And that, cre that doesn't create problems with porcelain tiles, ceramic tiles, problems when it comes to first translucent glass, and natural stone translucent marble uh, because moisture actually gets trapped between the underside of the stone and waterproofing membrane in, in that thin layer of mortar between them. And because of that, we can observe many of those problems. Uh, Fred, I think you have a question for me because I have so much information and it's good if you ask me to make sure I don't forget anything or I'm clear enough our listeners we were talking about before you know you just you were describing some of the properties of marble you know a little bit about the the importance of understanding the whole marble shower system uh you know rather than the individual components you described a little bit about the water in and water out system uh why don't mm -hmm. we talk about next about the epoxy system the epoxy method system Perfect. that that yes 
Go ahead. Perfect. Uh, let me just quickly finish with the uh, water in, water out method. So again, that method, uh, when installed, when followed correctly, will provide marble with no resin backing. That's a very important limitation. I will not talk about it right now, you know, to save time, but uh, I will leave uh, a few links to some articles under uh, this, um, you know, show in, on your website so that people okay. can read the articles that have sufficient information. So because I don't want people to get overwhelmed with, you know, lots of technical information on it. So when non-resin backed marble installed with a properly installed watering water out system, that method will pretty much work because water again will be able to move away from the underside of marble mosaics and evacuate into the drain. Right. That will eliminate marble moisture discoloration. And you can read it in details in, my, in the article that will be published in January's edition of the Slippery Rock Gazette. And you will f uh, find that article there. And I, again, I will post the link once that article is published. It will have plenty of detailed information about water in, water out system and marbles. So now we are moving to, to the next method, method number two. And that is the method that I tested. And uh, that method pretty much proved itself to be successful. And I would say that that method addresses resin backing. So resin backing is a, I would say, it's a manufacturing method when the stone manufacturer uh, at, um, adds or adheres the fiberglass mesh with a glue, with a resinous glue like epoxy or polyester to the back of stone. Right. Uh, the, problem, the problem with that, uh, you know, with that detail is that many, if not most, or all, uh, cementitious thinset mortars, polymer-modified mortars, will not properly bond to that epoxy or resinous coating on the back of right. stone. Therefore, right. our standards written or found in the TCNA handbook or the Dimension Stone Design Manual highly recommend installing resin-backed stone with epoxy adhesive. Also, such backing truly seals the back of the stone. And let's say you install natural stone with resin backing, like Carrara marble, over a bonded membrane. Let's say like Schluter or Ladikrit or Wedi shower system. Those are great systems. And I personally use them in my, you know, in my uh, shower installation. But if you install Carrara marble, with resin backing over such system, water or moisture by itself can be trapped between the waterproofing membrane and the sealed or hydrophobic backing on, uh, you know, between, uh, I mean, not the backing, layer on the back of the stone. Right. That eliminates water vapor transmission. And because of that, that, you know, that creates many problems in many shower installations. And many installation problems that I see with marble are with resin-backed stone that is not. So we were able to find out that uh, I would call it the epoxy method perfectly addresses both the resin-backing 
in regards to how well stone is bonded to the substrate and it eliminates marble moisture discoloration. And the reason for that is the following. Once you have or once you bond your Carrara marble to the substrate, to the shower floor with 100% or full epoxy adhesive mortar contact with no voids, and uh, I can describe, you know, the, uh, all, the, all the steps in, in such installation process in one of my articles. And also, uh, feel free, I mean, uh, I would invite my listen, our listeners to uh, contact me. Uh, my email address, uh, I will just leave it, you know, under this um, uh, Block Talk show on the Block Talk Radio website. So sure, that people you. can, uh, you know, contact me directly. And I can explain all those details. But once you have... 100% mortar coverage, epoxy mortar coverage under your stone. Eliminate any water presence below the stone because epoxy has almost zero. It's pretty much 0.5 and less water absorption. Right. It's a highly what's called hydrophobic uh, adhesive that eliminates any water going below the stone. Then you seal uh, the stone, and in this particular application, I would highly recommend sealing the stone to first eliminate epoxy resins uh, blocking the pores of the stone. And secondly, I will explain it a little bit later, but such method has to be installed with epoxy adhesive, epoxy grout, and very permeable penetrating sealer. And that is a very important fact because many sealers, and I personally, and you wrote your, uh, one of your articles about this subject, I personally yep. would not recommend using any impregnating or penetrating sealer with the water in, water out method. Epoxy method, penetrating sealer, again, highly permeable, is pretty much a must. And I will explain in a minute why. Uh, I personally, I was not able to test many sealers, but I personally tested and found uh, very successful the sealer uh, called um, uh, Bulletproof. It's manufactured by StoneTech. Don't mm -hmm. bulletproof sealer. And I found it to be very permeable sealer. So once you do, once you install your Carrara marble over a bonded system with 100% epoxy coverage, you pre-seal it and seal it before grouting with bulletproof sealer. And then you grout it with epoxy grout. You create a truly sealed system so that water cannot really penetrate below the stone. Water cannot go into the grout joints because of highly you know, uh, water resistance of epoxy grout. The only way how water enters the stone would be through uh, what's called vapor diffusion or uh, you know, vapor permeation uh, through sealed stone into the pores, but then it would quickly evaporate because right. of, the, of uh, highly permeability, high permeability of StoneTech Bulletproof Sealer. That's a sealed system, and an incredible fact is that the module that I personally installed with this method, that module uh, was outside pretty much in my backyard, and it went through all possible weather cycles within, I mean, during six months period, and it went through direct sunlight and heavy rain that would, you know, go on for a few days through very high humidity. 
through freeze-thaw cycles. It was covered with snow and ice and many other things within six-month period. And that module would always return to its original light color after one to three hours after the stone gets wet. So once the weather gets dry or once you bring it in inside the house, it would always return to its original light color. And I have other contractors who personally witnessed it. They saw the stone slightly darker because it was wet. And then two, three hours later, when it was brought into the dry condition, uh, dry, sorry, uh, you know, place, it right. would return to its original color. It would look perfectly white. Uh, the only thing with that method is that you have to take caution when using epoxy grout because bright white epoxy colors tend to yellow over time. Yep. In, my, in my particular testing, I used product. I was not even aware that epoxy grouts, white colors tend to yellow over time because of UV lights most likely. So I used product called Bostic Easy Epoxy. It's in the color was light. And that particular uh, shower module and grout, white epoxy grout, has never yellowed. I still have that module, and there is not a single site of yellowing, even though it was exposed to many weather elements and, of course, UV light. I think right. that's because they add something to it that adds UV resistance. But I did a research, and I heard you know, um, I mean, testimonies from many contractors that told me that their uh, bright white epoxy grouts, you know, yellowed over time. So in my installations, I use a lot of epoxy and I never had a problem with slightly off white or, you know, light colors, but not bright white. I personally never had that problem with yellowing, but bright white, I mean, I would recommend to not use bright white epoxy grout with Carrara marble. Yeah, and that's a that's a problem that I've seen over the past. I know the technology is improving, so guys might want to just uh, keep an eye on the uh, on some of the new technologies that are coming out. And, and directly ask that question of the epoxy manufacturers. You know, do, does does these bright white ones uh, yellow? Because in my experience, I agree with you, Pasha. Uh, have mm -hmm. so you know up to now we've been talking about the the shower pan, the floor uh, with white marble. What about walls? And what about steam showers? Let's address that. Yeah, that's a very good question, and I also am asked, uh, you know, by different contractors about that. So let's uh, let's start with steam showers. Uh, personally, would highly recommend to not use Carrara or light colored marble or natural stone at all in steam shower applications. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. So the reason is there is no way to eliminate uh, water liquid entering the stone. Because water will eventually enter the stone as vapors in a steam shower that has, I mean, <laughs> such humidity, I mean, such high vapor content. It will enter the, the, uh, the ceiling tiles, the wall tiles, and then how it acts there is completely unpredictable. So I would recommend to not do install it. But there are some cases when installers contacted me when everything was already specified. And, you know, there was no way out. So they, they already, they were paid, uh, you know, uh, upfront their deposit. And, I mean, there was no way for them to cancel it. So in that scenario, I recommended installing the, um, uh, the, the shower floor with, 
one of the two methods, depending on the system that the contractor was using, uh, installing it on shower floor, the shower walls and ceiling, I would recommend using um, a, uh, I, I would say like premium uh, water repellent. There is no fully water repellent uh, polymer modified mortars, but right. I would recommend using a mortar that meets or exceeds a standard uh, called MZ118.15. So those mortars have very reduced porosity and they have high water repellency. So I would recommend when it comes to vertical applications and well, horizontal, but ceiling, I would recommend using, um, you know, natural stone, Carrara marble with that type of mortar. And of course it has to be full mortar contact to eliminate any voids where water can accumulate over time. I would recommend, to, I, I personally, so I'm not the final authority, I'm a contractor, but you know, it is my, to my best knowledge, it is my opinion that it's, it's better to not seal shower walls and ceiling in a steam room application to, uh, pro, uh, to let stone you know, breathe uh, uh, you know, as opposed to how stone acts when it's sealed. That's my recommendation. But again, I, I, uh, if, if, yeah, sorry, go ahead, sir. I was going to say, and I agree with that 100%. You know, as a uh, an inspector, uh, I've seen that issue, not only with marble, but also with limestone, which, uh, you know, is close family. We can get into that some other time, but uh, I agree. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. When it comes to tr to regular shower applications, not a steam shower, uh, same again, same technique. I would recommend premium mortar, and every stone manufacturer has such mortars. Uh, I would just name a few. For example, Bostic has a mortar called uh, I think it's BAM B A M. It meets 118.15 ANSI standard. Uh, Laticrit has uh, um, Multimax Light. Uh, Ardex has a mortar called X32, and uh, you know it's better to contact your local. Um, uh, mortar manufacturer representative and, uh, you know, get information from them on what mortar they would recommend for such application. It's always better to be backed up by, you know, by their system warranty. Absolutely. Uh, let me let me stop you right there for a second, Pasha, and give out the phone number sure. in case anybody's listening live. Uh, you know, again, a lot of this is listened to on the podcast, but if anyone is out there listening live uh, has a question for you, the phone number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. Okay, while we're waiting to see if anybody's going to call in, I'm sure I've got tons of questions. Uh, let's let's talk about... Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about, I mean, I mean, this may sound basic, but I think it's extremely important when it comes to some of these issues. And that is, why don't we talk a little bit about basic, basic maintenance, basic cleaning of these showers? Yes. Uh, it's a very good question, Fred, because many contractors ask me, how is it possible that, uh, you know, you leave marble shower floor unsealed or installed with uh, simple setting materials, like simple, you know, traditional basic a cementitious grout would would I mean will that shower not turn into a complete disaster over time? And uh, the answer is absolutely not. Moreover, this is not based on my opinion. This is based on facts that I personally observed. I have a picture, and I personally been 
to a, I mean, high-end house in Portland, Oregon, where I saw a, a marble shower. It's a complete marble shower, floor and walls, uh, installed 20 years ago. And I have a picture, and I actually posted uh, that picture can be found in one of my articles on this subject, uh, particularly uh, marble moisture discoloration. Don't blame the stone. So that stone was a marble shower was installed 20 years ago with simple uh, setting materials like you know traditional ten set mortar. Maybe it was unmodified, and it was traditional uh, you know simple uh, non-sanded grout. And to my best knowledge, that marble uh, shower was never sealed. Uh, that shower gets basic cleaning, which means they uh, regularly clean it. I think just maybe once a week or once in two weeks, uh, they clean it with a pH neutral cleaner designed mm -hmm. for natural stone. Uh, to my best knowledge, they don't even do any deep cleaning. So just for the, you know, basic clean, cleaning with a pH neutral cleaner. And that shower remains in almost perfect condition. Moreover, I would say that that shower looks better than any uh, ceramic 20-year-old 20 shower personally replaced or saw. And the good fact, so the, the difference between natural stone and ceramic showers, um, I mean, I'm not talking about porcelain. Porcelain is a very durable material. But when it comes to ceramic, um, as opposed to natural stone, natural stone can be restored and it actually it can be brought to almost perfectly perfect condition by a stone restoration contractor it mm -hmm. can be you know honed it can be repolished if it's in a dry area and stone can be brought to almost perfect condition uh you know as though it's a new newly installed shower that's the you know basic information about maintaining your shower so i would highly recommend and that's what i do I always give my customers at the end of every project, I provide them with a few pH neutral cleaners with basic recommendations that can be found online or contact me for more information about how to maintain uh, their newly installed shower, how to maintain, uh, you know, caulking joints that are supposed to be uh, uh, finished with 100% silicone sealant uh, corresponding to uh, grout color, so I explain all that to my customers so that they can keep a you know, newly installed product in a great shape and condition. Absolutely. Now, I also want to back up a second, tail and make sure everybody knows uh, you've mentioned a couple of articles that you've written. And, uh, folks, they appear in a tile letter. Uh, if you simply go to that, that uh, to go to Google, type in tile letter, you'll go directly to their website. Uh, you can you can look up those really uh, excellent articles that you did, Pasha. Um, but what I want to do now is I want to play devil's advocate for a minute because this is the type of questions I get whenever I bring up this subject. You know, well, Fred, can it be I've got clogged weep holes, for example? And I, I think, well, let me ask you that question. I know how to answer that question. But, you know, how, you know, if I've got this problem, if I have a Let's take some examples. Uh, if I have a shower that's been fine for you know a number of number of months, a number of years, and I all of a sudden develop this problem, what would be your opinion as to how to approach that problem? I, I yes, guess what course. I'm asking uh, it's is, a, it's a it's a very good question. Yeah. So I would get as much information as possible uh, when it comes to water in water out systems. Of course, we understand as professional contractors, installers, we understand that if that problem 
you know, happened after a few years that the weep holes in the motor, I mean, in the clamping ring drain became clogged. And, of course, I would need to personally investigate it, and there is no, I mean, quick answers. I need to get as much information as possible, but one of the possible reasons could be clogging of the weep holes, because weep holes were not properly protected. And it's written in my, uh, in my article that will be published in January about how to properly protect it. Because, of course, uh, mortar bed can become calcified you know, around the weep holes, and that could prevent proper water evacuation. And then eventually water will start go upwards you know, through capillary action, and that could you know, cause uh, visual problems with natural stone. Absolutely. Now, in the very beginning, you had mentioned that uh, we're trying to get these standards, guidelines, standards, whatever you want to call them, uh, in, into, you know, the Dimension Stone Manual, the uh, NTCA Manual, et cetera. Um, and without getting political here, are you having much luck? Are you getting people to, to these organizations to listen to listen to you with this this research? Uh, I was contacted by, and actually, I mean, I got much help and support from many people, including yourself and, you know, many others. I would not call their names without their permission. But yes, I got many supports from uh, just contractors. And actually, this research is not based on something that I did. It's, I mean, it involves so many people and uh, it's based on conversations and, you know, uh, reports, forensic reports from, you know, many people. You know, some of them are consultants, some of them are, you know, technical uh, people, uh, representatives, etc. And uh, I mean, I get a lot of understanding from them. Uh, I'm not very sure. I was never contacted from, you know, like uh, any technical committee in regards to this particular problem. But I would, this is very, I mean, Fred, honestly, this is very urgent, very urgent. I, I, yeah. I mean, if I myself experienced it, and it, I mean, I was, it was, I mean, I, I was feeling so desperate and I was talking to many contractors and I mean, they're just, uh, they don't know what to do and they did their best. And they, they were very sad that there is no clear technical recommendation, recommendations uh, that they can find that, you know, discuss this problem and how to properly install it. And, uh, you know, just a, uh, a disclaimer sample that you could give to your uh, to the homeowner to the customer is not the solution of this problem because as far as I know a disclaimer could become an admitted an admittance of guilt when it comes to uh, to lawsuit you mm -hmm. know in the eyes of the judge and I think he would be correct he would be right by saying it I heard that you know some disclaimers they, yep. they're just the admittance of guilt because in the very yep. beginning <laughs> the contractor knew that he was doing something you know, questionable, and he agreed. So by doing that, by agreeing, he just took responsibility. And now, I mean, he will, uh, uh, he will be uh, held liable for it. So that's why, I mean, it's very urgent. We have many people, and unfortunately, uh, who are experiencing this problem or experienced before. And honestly, I don't see a way out if it's just a few articles written, you know, on uh, some websites, it has to be written in our technical literature. That's the only way how we, come, we can promote professional installation of marble in wet areas. To completely eliminate it, to say that marble is not suitable for wet areas, 
I would say that it would not be true because marble can be installed, can successfully be installed. In our methods, I mean, they proved it. And, not and our methods, I apologize. The methods that right. we discovered to be successful, they're right. not ours. They're not mine, of course. Right. Well, and you're 100% right. I have to, first of all, compliment you on uh, going through the the the, the the labor hours, the expense, the everything else to, 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 to do all this research, because, you know, one of the things that, you know, I'm a scientist by trade and, you know, one of the things that I've always had an issue with, with, with some of the guidelines we have out there, there's are not backed up by anything. I mean, you, you've presented a really, really strong case for, uh, for why this is occurring, uh, how to solve this problem and, uh, how to do it properly. So, uh, I'm with you there on your support, and hopefully we'll get the powers to be uh, to address that. And I agree with you; they they have to, they have to at at, at this point. Um, Pasha, why don't you? Uh, I know you're going to put this information up on on the website and all that stuff, but uh, why don't you go ahead and verbally give them your contact information? So if anybody's listening in their car or something, they can they yeah, can write that sure, down and jot sure. it down. Sure. Thank, thank, yeah, thank you, Fred. And I fully understand that for a person who listens to it for the who's listening to it for the first time who has not been following it, uh, you know, this information can sound uh, too overwhelming, but feel free to contact me and I can explain it in details. I can share with you, you know, from my experience and uh, from my knowledge to help you, to help you out. So my email address would be the best uh, way to contact me. And it's uh, Pavlo, which is my legal name. So all people know me as Pasha. Pasha is my nickname. It's like John and Johnny. So my legal name is Pavlo. But uh, don't misspell it. It's P-A-V as in Victor, L-O, Pavlo, at startile.us. Pavlo at startile.us. And I can also be found if you simply Google marble moisture discoloration, don't blame the stone. That's the article that was published in the Tile Letter magazine, and it also has my contact information at the end of that article. Great, absolutely, and also, folks, if you're if you're following on Facebook, Pasha always uh, is always uh, you know active also on some of the you know Global Tile Posse, Tile Geeks, and uh, some of the other ones out there as well as some of the ones that I have and and host, and uh, that that's something uh, that I would highly recommend. A lot of great information, not only from people like like Pasha or me, but the other professionals out there as well, and. Uh, Pasha, I want to thank you again. This has been some great information. I can't thank you enough for being on the show. And, uh, you know, as things develop, as, you know, new technologies come into play, and that's what this is a result of. We didn't have this problem, you know, 20, 30 years ago, but new technology, new ways of uh, dealing with, you know, fabricating stone and our setting materials have changed. So I'm sure we'll come up with uh, solutions as well as additional problems <laughs> as they <Yeah>. occur. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Definitely. again, yeah. thank you very much and uh, stay safe out there in Portland, okay? Thank you very much, Fred, for having me today. And yeah, stay safe and well there in Florida. Thank you so much. All righty. Thank you, Pasha. All right, folks, I'm uh-huh. going to take a quick break here and I'll be right back to close things out. Are you tired of lugging dozens of stain removal chemicals around to remove stains from stone, tile, or concrete? Did you know you only need three chemicals to remove almost any stain? From organic stains to inorganic stains, Dr. Fred's Ultimate Stain Removal Kit is all you need. 
The kit contains three reagents and includes a detailed ebook on how to remove almost any stain. So if you're trying to remove difficult ink or rust or simply coffee and other food stains, this kit is all you need. To order, contact Dr. Fred at 321-514-6845. One kit is $69.95 plus shipping. Alrighty, folks, I'm back. I want to apologize first for the beginning of the show. I mean, fortunately, you could hear uh, hear Pasha okay, so I really didn't have too much to say. So, uh, but we we solved that problem again. Technical difficulties, but I'll go ahead and edit the show uh, so we get rid of some of that that dead space in there. Uh, also, I want to mention one more time: uh, if you want to attend the seminar coming up in January in Las Vegas, I do have an opening or two, but just one or two. So uh, you need to contact me asap. It's f Houston f h u e s t o n at gmail.com. And again, I'd like to thank Pasha for all his uh, effort and doing these experiments and uh, providing with this, this, this information that is really, really needed. So folks, thanks for listening until next time. Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone and fabricating those tops later, my friends. Thank you. Tough skin. One of our gold sponsors, marble etches and stains, tough skin guarantees it will not. Tufskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with their proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tufskin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more.